This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football Bleacher Reports NFL Draft Podcast. I'm Matt Miller, lead draft writer at BR, and joining me this week, we got Connor in New York and Mello sitting here next to me in Missouri. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. That's right, guys. What's going on? I, I was just saying, like, happy Fourth of July to everyone. I hate this holiday. What? I, I literally hate Fourth of July. It's one of my least favorite holidays. What now give me the reasoning. It's the fireworks. Everything has to do with those fireworks. Okay. I had a dog for a long time. If you've ever yes. had a dog it sucks. and celebrated 4th of July, it's the worst. You feel terrible for them. And then you get all these people that are just out drinking all night, setting off fireworks. You I can't say sleep. we also live in BFE, where it's like yep. this is if you own a shotgun, you basically just shoot it all day while drinking Milwaukee's yep. best. Yeah, or people create like their own like bombs, Pipe as bombs. weird as that is to yeah. say, and then they just... Like set those off too. No, I think that's a really a really fair reasoning. When I used to live in upstate New York and I had a chocolate lab, I absolutely hated it because they sit there in fear, basically like crying the entire night. Now that I live down in the city and have the roof patio, it's it's really cool to see the fireworks. That would be awesome. It's really yeah. cool to see the fireworks all around. So it, it really de- depends where you live. But having the dog completely changes the holiday. I definitely agree with that. Oh, it's terrible. You, they're just miserable the whole time. And it's not just 4th of July. It's the whole week that people get to set off fireworks. All right. There's our intro to the show. We're also going to do... So have a good one. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're also going to do cash or trash with some around the league and then also some college football opinions because, spoiler alert, this uh, the show will be transitioning a little bit to, to encompass some college football from probably August until the bowl games. And then, yeah, obviously, we'll still do NFL draft year-round and some NFL, but you get a lot more college football talk on this podcast uh, as soon as we all get back from vacation. So we're going to do a little cash or trash with some rumors and news. And then we're going to continue our previews. We're going to do defensive backs this week. And that rolls right into Connor's interview with Florida State corner Levante Taylor. And then we're going to close it out with a couple of your draft on draft questions. Uh, but cash or trash, we did it last week. It was so popular. The people said, God damn it, we need more of it. So Mello came up with some cash or trash. So let's it. jump into it. Do you want me to read them again this week? I got you. Here's your your first one that I came up with. We've seen a lot of Odell Beckham Jr. lately. Is this guy going to play a full season this year? Cash or trash? I say trash. No way he plays a full season. I agree. It's trash. I I have two concerns. One, I wouldn't play if I was him. (laughs) 
if <laughs> one, I wouldn't even play if I was him until I got the contract extension. Number two, if you're him wisely, every time you get nicked up this year, why would you play through injury while you're already hurt? There's just no way I could see him playing every single game this year. Yeah, I just, I can't see it. And I, I love Odell and every, it's not a surprise, but he, I think he's a little soft. There's a little charm in there. I do him. think he's the best skill player in the NFL. When, I would he, pay when he's on the field, yeah, I, yes. I think he's definitely the most talented. You can't overlook his hands and what he can do, but he's yet to put together a full season in the NFL. So I'm going uh, trash as well. I don't think he plays a full season. Uh, sticking with the NFL, Leonard Fournette will rush for more yards than Le'Veon Bell. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to say trash because Le'Veon has it on the resume now, back-to-back years of over 1,200 yards, on, just on the ground, I believe. Fournette is a guy that gets nicked up. I mean, I love his offensive line. And I love that Jacksonville will commit to that run game, but I just I'm not going to pick against Le'Veon Bell. And I think teams will still center in on that run game with Blake Bortles back there. So I'm going to say trash for a different reason. I think Le'Veon Bell has more yards because contract year, dude's going to ball out, and it, he's tired of being franchise tagged. I think he tries to prove that there's enough left in the tank that he can you know come back and be you know, a 1600 yard guy or whatever and try to get paid. So I, I think that's the reason that we see a huge year from him. And do you, do you think he will actually play every game? He's not going to sit out any, because that's been a problem for him. He also doesn't play 16 games every year. I don't know what he's doing right now. So we'll see. I mean, that testing period's passed. So yeah. I'll, I'll throw this one your guys way building off our show from last week. Will a running back be selected in the first round next year? I, I that's Miller. tough. Like I like David Montgomery so far. I like him quite a bit, but I don't know if he's a first round talent kind of guy. So I think it's trash. I don't think a running back selected in the first round. And, I, yeah. Uh, it, like I said, we all like David Montgomery a lot. A lot. Uh, Connor mentioned Demaria Crockett from Missouri, a guy he really liked. I mean, there's there are good college running yep. backs. There's no one where I'm like, shit. This dude's the man. There's no. I said it last week. There's no Saquon. There's no Zeke. There's no Todd Gurley. These guys don't hold up to them. There's not a Melvin Gordon, in my opinion. Right. Well, here's Montgomery's going. Yeah. He's going to have to have a big year. He's going to have to have a big year. If he can do that, then I think he'll get probably into the first round. I don't think a running back will be taken in the top twenty. I completely agree, and I think his offensive line doesn't really do him any favors in terms of yards per carry. The one guy that I think can find his way as a late first round talent is Rodney Anderson, but he has injury and off field questions. So right away you go, no way, because. I know he was cleared, but te- I keep telling guys, teams will do their own investigations on that and two serious injuries that I know Melo brought up on the running back preview. So it, it's a really interesting year at the running back position. Yeah, sure is. Uh, next one, I- I'll take this one. And parlaying right off the running back talk, cash or trash, Bryce Love will win the Heisman Trophy. I think it's trash. I don't think he will win the Heisman. That's a, It's a quarterback-heavy Award. They like to give it out to the quarterbacks. He was invited last year, and I believe he rushed for almost 2,000 yards Mm -hmm. and still wasn't even really a contender for it. So you're going to have to do something pretty damn special if you're a running back to win that award. I'm going trash. Yeah, I'm with you there. I take trash as well. I will take the field against Bryce Love, and really for the exact point Melo just brought up where I'm leaning towards a quarterback. Would I love to see Ed Oliver or Nick Bosa win the Heisman Trophy? Hell yes, I would. But it's a it's a quarterback trophy more often than not. I mean, the guy was 27 yards away from a 2,000 yard season last year, and like Melo alluded to, he almost didn't even feel like he was in the conversation. Yeah, like he was in New York, but he wasn't a part in of the New talk. York. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say trash as well because 
Will Greer is going to win the Heisman Trophy. Ooh, all right. I'll put those nuts on the table. I think Will Greer does it. I think he'll hit him as a shot. He'll be healthy this year. He'll definitely put up the numbers. Yeah, Tua yeah. might. If he plays, if he it might be Jalen Hurts. That's insane. That is <laughs> yeah, well, insane. Well, here, here's another one. You mentioned Tua. Alabama will go undefeated or win a national championship. I'll say cash. I'm just going to. This is like my. I pick the Patriots to win the Super Bowl every year, and people get on me. They're like, yeah, you're just so fucking boring. Guess how many times I've been right? They've either yeah. won it or yeah. made it. Damn near every year I've been covering this sport. More often than not. So I'm going to take Alabama in a national championship game. Sure. I'm going to take cash on that one, too. I think they're just until like my Andrew Luck thing, until somebody proves me wrong on that. I'm just going to think that Alabama's going to repeat. They're doing it year after year after year, man. I, I'll say trash. I don't feel good about it. I'll take the oh. field again. There's a couple teams I really like this year. Now they're going to be neck and neck with Bama. You hope. But I think Ohio State is going to be very, very good this year. I think Florida State is really going to bounce back. I think there's a lot of teams. Clemson, obviously, the D-line returning makes them, puts them right in it again. It's it's tough to pick against Alabama. I don't think they'll go undefeated. I think they'll lose maybe a game. And the national championship is definitely no lock. That yeah. Auburn game will be a nice one to see. Yeah, let's And hopefully, hopefully we can go see that Mississippi State game. Ooh. Yeah, our buddy Adam Heisler threw that out, and our intern Walker's down there with a hot so, tub and a rooftop pool or whatever down there in yeah. college. What if the you hell? Know, I could lose twenty pounds in uh, the week that we need to go down there. That'd be great because I mean I'm not going to buckle down and commit. <laughs> I got stuff to do the rest oh, of the summer man. that sound fun. So, all right, <laughs> well we got a lot of DBs to preview today, and I mean, man, this list is long. That we've split it up again. Just to let everyone know, I got the SEC and ACC. Matt is doing all the West Coast. Mello is sticking things right in the middle (laughs) with the Big 12 (laughs) and Big 10. (laughs) So let's get this thing going. It's like if we were in a king-size bed, the three of us. (laughs) These would be our positions. (laughs) Mello right in the middle, keeping us warm. Uh, So like Connor said, I have the West Coast. I also threw Notre Dame in there. And I have a long list of players. Uh, I'll go ahead and read them because these are watch list guys. Yeah, make your watch Uh, list. Julian Love at Notre Dame. Corner, Marvell Tell the third. That's a lot of L's and I's. Safety at USC, Amon Marshall, the corner from USC, both guys to watch. Xavier Crawford, the corner from Oregon State. Elijah Holder, corner from Stanford. Maybe my favorite one in the entire group for me on the West Coast, Jojo McIntosh, safety from Washington. Mellow's guy, Andrew Winger, the safety from Wyoming. Chase Hansen, safety from Utah. we got Drew Tranquil, safety from Notre Dame. And then Ugo Amadi, the corner from Oregon. Maybe the top-ranked player out of my list. And then I wanted to throw in a dude for 2020 because I started watching him. I pulled a mellow and started watching him and was like, fuck, this guy's good. And then it was, damn it, he's not eligible. And that's Byron Murphy, the corner from Washington. He is going to be a stud when we start talking 2020. All right, I got a pretty long list as well, starting at the cornerback position. Yeah, yours are all good. I, yeah, suck. I got a good list, man. <laughs> Greedy Williams, the long physical corner out of LSU. Our guest for this week, Levante Taylor out of FSU, one of my favorites. He's got a lot of Denzel Ward in that game, and I can't wait to see him in that FSU defense. DeAndre Baker, another freakishly talented corner out of Georgia. You were right, Matt. This The list in the ACC and SEC is really insane. Michael Jackson out of Miami, and Miami's also got a safety on this list, Jaquan Johnson, so Miami, a talented secondary this year. Mark Gilbert out of Duke, insane ball production, and he is long, six foot two, about a buck eighty. All he does is make plays on the ball with those long arms and tracks really well. So an exciting corner prospect to watch out of Duke this year. Trayvon Mullen, a guy in the same exact mold, only he plays for Clemson, and I think 
he's going to see a lot of interception opportunities with that front seven in front of him getting after quarterbacks. Two more safeties on the list. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson from Florida. Listen, you know I love those Gator DBs, so this is another one to keep an eye on. And then a smaller guy that plays safety, Lucas Dennis from Boston College. He's he's tiny love guy him. for a safety, 5'10", no, 185. All he does is make plays. He was tied second in the country, I believe, with seven picks last year, mm-hmm. along with Gilbert. I think he can cover out of the slot at the next level. One of those kind of versatile safeties, as we saw with Buda Baker, where this guy, I don't care how big he is. He just knows where to be. He knows where the ball's going. And Boston College, another program turning out DBs year after year. Man, we might have to get to a Miami game. That secondary is going to be loaded. I want to do. I want to go to Miami FSU this year. Ooh, oh, that would be a good. Be good. I, yeah. So. Yeah. What's our travel budget? Ooh, that's a good <laughs> zero dollars. <laughs> Anyone listening to this who would like to sponsor our I, travel? I have already texted <laughs> friends that I have in every state where there's a game I want to watch, and I'm like, just letting you know, I'm kind of looking at this. Maybe like. Because who knows if we have a travel budget for hotels, but it's something to keep. An I eye have on. a four man tent. <laughs> I have a Jeep Wrangler. We're fine. It looks we can pretty stay anywhere. It looks pretty sweet. We can though. even take Walker with us. Yeah. <laughs> it, four people will fit in that Jeep fine. It's a four man tent. We'll be good. Oh, yeah. We're Mello, my of, list is. Speaking of four man, that's <laughs> super short. Like, I was just going through deep prospects, like who might get drafted. There's no one in the Big 12 worth talking about today. Ohio State dominates the list because they have half of my players. Uh, <laughs> As always. Damon Arnett, who is the guy that we looked at last year, along with his other corner, Kendall Sheffield. Those are two guys that are big on my list. Another one I added out of Penn State, Amani Awarier. I probably said that wrong. The big physical corner out of Penn State. I like what I saw out of him. And then the safety I'm watching is out of Wisconsin, Dakota Dixon. Not a whole lot of guys coming out of the Big 12 or Big 10 that play corner and safety this year. No, there are not. And it's kind of that way, like, uh, even with receivers this year, when we get to our receiver preview, it's it matches up weird in the Big 10 and Big 12 this year where uh, Paris Campbell's uh, really, really fast coming out of Ohio State. Kendall Sheffield's really, really fast coming out of Ohio State. Otherwise, I think we're all just kind of waiting yeah i mean there's good running back predict production there offensive and defensive line is going to be loaded but as far as corner and safety there's not much going on there well it's interesting too because i remember arnett and sheffield being on our list last year when we did yeah. the db preview yeah, and talking about were. them and it's not saying they had bad years it they just weren't really good enough where it's like hey leave school now and also i mean there was a guy in that secondary the buckeyes that stole the show with denzel he Ward. was pretty good he was pretty damn good yeah, so DB list, I think, like I said, Connor's got the, got the fucking group down there, but that's what you expect in the SEC and the ACC. Greedy Williams has a chance to be a top 10 pick. DeAndre Baker has a chance to be a, probably a top 20, 25 pick. Um, I, I like Jaquan Johnson at, as the best safety in this upcoming class, but right now, like you said, we did this last year, and we had a list of all these guys we thought could be first-rounders, and a lot of them went first. I think looking ahead to next year, there, other than Greedy Williams, there's not that just dynamite guy where you're like, oh, yeah, this is the these are the dudes that are going to go real early. Like, there's no one on par with Jair Alexander right now, in my opinion. I think uh, we've seen guys break out though in that third year at this without position. Without a doubt, Josh Jackson, Josh Jackson, yep, exactly. I, I think Gilbert is a guy that can be the Josh Jackson of this class. I think he's got that the ball skills and he's got the build where you look at it and say teams want their corners with some teams want their corners, those long arms in that build. And then you look at a guy like Levante that is more physical for his size, ran a four, three, four in high school. 
he's a guy that's going to go to the combine and they're go, okay, the film's good. I don't care that he's, you know, 5'10", 190, 195. He's a freakish athlete like Denzel was. So as the premium, as his position, the cornerback position especially becomes, you know, such a premium position, we might see three, four corners find their way into round one again next year. All right, now I'm very happy to be joined by one of my favorite prospects for next year, if he does declare, because he's still an underclassman, Levante Taylor from Florida State. Levante, how are you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. So the first thing I got to ask you, because I have a feeling that you're going to follow in this guy's footsteps as the next seminal DB in the first round. What was yeah. it like playing with Derwin James for a couple of years down there? Um, yeah, playing with Derwin James was a was an honor and a blessing. Uh, just because his work ethic, uh, he was a great team leader, and I got to learn new leadership skills from him and just learning a lot while playing with a great safety. Yeah, no doubt about that. Is he kind of a guy that takes the younger guys under his wing and leads that secondary? Yeah, that's what he did. Um, just me, like I say, I went to open two times. My first time, I went to open it. Me, me and him was on the same team. So uh, I already had was building like a connection with him, and then once I came in on the visit, and actually seeing I wanted to be here at Florida State, uh, he took me to the wings since day one. So that was like a, like a real brother to me. That's perfect. So uh, being a five star recruit, I remember those openings, and I remember your name being highlighted everywhere. You had offers. Yeah. You had offers everywhere. Alabama. You really could have went wherever you wanted. How, why'd you pick Florida State? Yeah, I picked Florida State. Uh, because it was somewhere that growing up I always looked at um, the weather and then yep. the academic part that they had that I wanted to do and my entrepreneurship. And then just to also being around a bunch of, of great DBs and the history that it brought, brought out and then potentially being first round draft pick that they had that they hold. So I wanted to be a book, be a uh, part of that. Yeah, I would say it's working out pretty good. And I, as a, as a New York boy, I agree with the weather thing. I think you made the right choice staying kind of yeah. local. Um, so obviously, finally, almost through this off season, it's approaching fast. Getting back to college football, was there anything yeah. you specifically really, you know, sat down and looked at and worked on these last couple months? Yeah, um, like I've been watching like my uh, film for the past years. I've been here, uh, and some particular I wanted to be better at, uh, just making sure being a, a student of the game, um, and just making sure I run, run to the ball and make sure everybody else runs to the ball. Um, Squeezing the receiver down the field, turning my head around, and making the play in the ball at the highest point, uh, and just being more physical. I want to show people I can tackle. Yeah, I know you watch a ton of film. There's no doubt about that. Where do you like playing best? Because they had you moving all over last year. You were on the outside a lot. You do, you know, play a little bit in the slot. Where do you prefer yeah. to be? Um, I'm just a football player, man. Yeah, so that's true. Whatever, whatever uh, is the as the scout report of the week, that's that's what I what I just do. You know what I'm saying? So, shoot, you might see me at safety this year sometimes too. So you just you just never know. And you played you played offense and a ton of special teams in high school too, didn't you? I know you scored a ton of yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, uh, from punt return to kick return to offense, I actually was doing a couple of like offensive reps this year in spring. So, Ooh. Uh, it, just, it just all depends on uh, how Coach Tiger uh, wants to do one and how he, how he wants to use me. Well, that was something else I wanted to ask you. I, I know it's early, but what's the change been like, you know, going, moving on now to Coach Tagger? How's that been these last couple months? Yeah, uh, the change has been great. Um, the guys, I'm just happy for my teammates to take it the right way too as well because, you know, 
when you get a new coach, and sometimes some guys don't just buy into into a new coach yet. So um, I'm happy everybody welcomed him with warm arms. He loves it here. It's his dream job. So you know everybody's just been working our tails off just to have a great season. Yeah, it seems like there's a lot of excitement around the program. There's a lot of excitement on defense with you, offense obviously with Cam, and then hopefully DeAndre is back fully healthy this year. Yes. So it will be a lot of fun. It, one thing I got to ask you, because I've been wondering, the first thing I noticed when I pulled up your recruiting profile was that you ran a 4-3-4 40-yard dash coming out of high school. Yes. Are you the fastest DB in the country right now? Yes, I believe I am. I, I believe it, too. If you ran that in high school, we might be talking about you challenging that 40 record at the combine one day. That's mm-hmm. And it looks like it on the field, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I mean, because a lot of people forget about that just because I'm on the football side. Um, I was going to run track, but uh, Jimbo didn't, didn't want us to run track and with the football, so I really, really couldn't display my speed like that. So, I mean, people will see real soon, though. Were you a multi-sport athlete in high school outside of track and football? Yeah, I did football, track. I stopped playing basketball just because I I was scared of getting injured. Yep. Uh, Then I did a little bit of boxing. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, Another thing this offseason, it's been a busy offseason for you. If people don't know, they know now. You might have the best tattoo in college football, the NFL logo with the chosen one over it. How long did that take? Um, well, I say, um, last year, then my sophomore year, uh, around this time now, I had got one side done. Uh, and then just how, you know, how, how college football is, we got a lot of workouts and stuff yeah. here and there from every week to week. So and how I am with that, I feel like mine's to heal properly. So I just waited out until, uh, again, so I had got it finished up when I, uh, I posted the uh, photo. Yeah, because you had to rest quite a bit. Was there yeah. was there any motivation from LeBron on that tattoo? I know that he was really you know popular for the chosen one. What was the thought going into getting that piece done? Yeah, I just felt like I was the chosen one just growing up from where I grew up in all the obstacles and adversity I had in my life, and just being a blessing where I'm at now. So I just felt felt like I was the chosen one. That's awesome. All right, one thing we always do on the show to close it out, we ask every guest five really off-the-wall random questions. And uh, the first one being, if you could have one superpower, what would you choose? I think you have speed down, so I don't think you have to choose that. (laughs) Uh, If I had one superpower, probably... That's hard, man. Can I have three of them? Yeah, yeah, you have three. (laughs) Uh, uh, I said to teleport. Okay. To read through my... And to be invisible. I think you would be a better corner than when Darrell Rivas and Dion were in their prime if you had that. So that would be yeah. <laughs> pretty incredible. All right, number two, what's your favorite sports memory, whether it's one you have growing up or whether it's one from your time at Florida State already? I mean, I watched the pick six against Florida last year. I feel like that's a pretty good one. Yeah, um, yeah I'll say, Nah, I don't know. I'll say my freshman year uh, versus Miami, I, I got to take third down stop. Uh, so, because I've been working my tail out, they put me out there at corner. I got third down stop. That was one of my memories. It was my first college uh, pass breakup. And that's something at Florida State that they always talk about. It's it's so hard with all the talent and veterans they have there to get on the field. Derwin did it, and then you did it. So I think that was a special moment. And, and probably something that's helped you, right? Playing so early on in your career. Yeah. Uh, number three, 
what's one game that none of your friends can beat you at? Whether it's, are you a Madden guy, FIFA, or something outdoors or a different sport? Madden. I love okay. Madden. Who do you use? I play with the Falcons, Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Uh, I used to play with, uh, um, I used to play with the Cowboys when it was like, they had a great season because when they had the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott, like glitchy out there. So, yeah, you can run the ball all day. But then, like, on the update on Madden, I started playing with the Falcons because it's hard to stop the deep post route because a lot of people, like, run the couple four, the quarters. Yep. You just let Julio go on top of the safety and then just throw it away and he just running the ball down and touch them. That's, see, that's when you know it. When you're a star DB, it helps on the offensive side of the ball in Madden. That's what I always tell people. So that's a perfect yeah. example right there. Um, number four. Stranded on a deserted island, who are you taking with you? It could be family, it can be a teammate, whoever you want. It could be a celebrity. Everyone says <laughs> Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. There's strategy oh. involved here. You want to survive yeah. or do you want to have a good time? Man, I'm going to survive. So I'm going <laughs> to. Uh... I'm going to hit up one of the people on Animal Planet or something like that. Yeah, we get a lot of those, too, the Survivor Shows people. Yeah. All right. The, the last one is, if you could be a different athlete in any sport, a famous yeah. athlete or legendary athlete, who would you choose to be right now? I'll say a tie between Floyd Mayweather and LeBron James. Okay. I mean, two of the greatest ever. If that, yeah. all right, I'm not going to let you off the hook. I know... You're young like me, but is LeBron the best of all time? Are you a LeBron yeah, guy through and through? I'm a, Le, I'm a LeBron fan, man. I, I love LeBron. Like, Le, Michael Jordan is cool to me, but it's just hard for me to, to say how great he is than LeBron because I didn't grow up in that era. All I can see is highlights and who shot a Google stats, but yep. what LeBron is doing, he's he going crazy. So I like LeBron. Levanta, man, I can't wait to watch you play this year. We're rooting for you over here at Bleacher Report. Uh, we appreciate the time, man, and I have a feeling you're gonna you're gonna be pretty high in those rankings when they come out, man. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, good luck this year. All right, thank you. Once again, a big thank you to Levante Taylor out of Florida State. Expecting a gigantic year for him. That secondary won't have Derwin James, but he is the guy to watch in that group. So really excited for him. And of course, as we always do. We close out every show with your draft on draft questions. And I think Matt has some questions for the people this week. Is that correct? Uh, do I? I see. I need tailgating I tips, but there's no, oh, no. name. Someone, in here. someone sent those in. Uh, it, we just sometimes <laughs> forget to put names down. I was I'm so Ron Burgundy. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, did I say something Oops. in our group text? And someone forgot. sent that to me, and it was uh, just a tip question. I was like, oh, yeah, we can that's use right, that for that's right, that's on right, that's right. That's okay. It's talking about like, beer, so we can do draft. There's a draft. mystery person. I was like, there's no name in here, which makes me think Matt just wrote it in. But oh well. Welcome Oops. to our life when we record the the Friday show where Melo just like everybody wants their stuff anonymous. So you, oh, I'm out duh. of practice for putting names in. No, that's okay. Yeah. God, that was a I'm Ron Burgundy moment where I was like, I really set everyone up to fail. So I apologize. You should have seen the look we shot I, each I, other in here. I, like, you know what it is? I felt the look. I can't even see you guys. And I was like, oh, I just like really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> what am I supposed to talk about right now? I don't know. Oh, man. All but, right. Well, yeah, Mello, we did since, get one. Yeah, since it, this Mello. went to you, Mello, let's yeah, uh, you some, take it away. Some person that I don't remember right now, but they need our help. So 
I need tailgating tips, the best beer to drink while tailgating, how early do I start, and what's the best food to bring? I think there are, like, critical factors to discuss. Um, I could do a whole podcast on tailgating, by the way. One thing is, what's the temperature where you're at? If we've made the mistake of tailgating at a Royals game where it's in the 90s and you're standing on asphalt all day, that's miserable. You will be cooked before the game starts. We've also tailgated in December at a football game where we tailgated for seven hours before the game, and it was fine. It was amazing. It was amazing. So I think question number one is, what's the temperature? If you're going to be out in the sun all day, that shortens things up. The best beer to drink, I don't want to hear from any of you hop snobs telling me that you need to be crushing fucking IPAs that are 80 on the bitter scale. No, you need to be drinking a light domestic, something that you can put away a lot of. Coors Light, Natty Light. Bush Light. Those are my three that I will drink at a tailgate. Maybe Bud Light if everything else is gone. The the best beer to drink any time is free beer. I don't care what it is. If you can find somebody that's that's giving away free beer, go with free beer. The next one is cold beer. Yeah. Yeah. You find either of those, (laughs) you're all set. Nothing tastes better than mistake of getting kegs before from our buddies at Boulevard. And we've we've got beer from them that is not good session drinking. You can't like just sit and, and slam those beers. It's too heavy. It's too filling. Especially when it's, you know, July on yeah. an asphalt parking lot. Not great. It doesn't go well together. We were putting ice in our beer. You drink about four of them and you can't move. You're just sweating can, and bloating. Yeah, I completely agree. You guys know I love my IPA, double IPA, delirium, all that good stuff. But when you're tailgating, no shot. I, I like Pacifico. Um, our buddy Jake, who, you know, his family runs a brewery up in Buffalo. They have a real 42 North. They have a beer called Lucha. It's very, very similar. I've had that. I've had that. Tailgate. It's good. Yeah. It's delicious. So stuff like that, obviously, you know, Coors Light, uh, I'm a Coors Light guy. Um, if I'm going with a light beer over Bud Light and Miller Light and like Mello said, go find the free cold beer. Cause that'll taste better than anything. Best foods, man. I don't know. Well, I keep it simple. I think a, yeah. a burger is fine with me. I would say whatever's easiest to pack because you're going to have to pack a cooler full of food that you can cook. So that's why a lot of people go burgers and brats or hot dogs. That's even like pretty simple. chicken. Yeah. So I just, the cleanliness of chicken is weird for me, but we did make breakfast burritos on a grill <laughs> before a Chiefs Raiders game and they were fucking delicious. We got a, like a camp skillet, scrambled some eggs, bacon, uh, potatoes. Go, yeah, potatoes. And then we just put the tortillas on there for a little bit, warmed them up. Oh, my God, it was so good. We did Bloody Mary and Screwdriver Bar that morning, too. So you can get creative. Things got out of hand, but I'm going to say something that I might lose my man card for and or be slapped for. But I'm going to say it because it's helpful. Okay, (laughs) there's this website called Pinterest that I did not know much about. But there are so many fucking tailgating tips on that. Somebody thing. got there a new really girlfriend. Is a lot. <laughs> Some, someone has a new girlfriend and yeah, she hooked him on Pinterest, folks. You are not wrong. She's pinning everything to his yeah, board. Yeah. yeah. She sends him stuff every morning that she sees on Truman the Show. site and says, We're doing this on Saturday at 10. And then your whole fucking weekend is planned out before you can even blink, thanks to Pinterest. <laughs> Nailed it. But we are having a garden party soon, so. See? Oh, not my really. God. We're not really. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I'm Same. Not I actually, I would assume it's just like you plant, have people over and you plant things. Like, what? I don't know what I mean. <laughs> that's, not my, weed. that's not my yeah. kind of garden party. I'll tell you that. Uh, <laughs> Different greens. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I'll read the next one because it got sent to me uh, through Facebook, and I don't know if they went in their name or not, so I left it out. 
They said, we're having our fantasy football draft soon. Psychopath. Yeah, right? (laughs) August is when you need to have that thing. What's the best thing to bring other than beer? So kind of similar to our first question. Here's my, my take. Just bring something. Yes. Like, just <laughs> yeah. participate. No one's going to give you shit if you bring something. You can stop at Casey's on your way if you live in the Midwest and get two bags of Doritos and a jar of salsa. I yeah. don't care. Plate, just bring plates something. and cups. Yeah. Like something. Somebody's got to do it. Might yeah. as well. Last, I would say yeah, you got anything you can snack on as far as food-wise. I know we've made the mistake sometimes. We'll bring, like, stuff to have a meal. Yeah. I think you go with something you can snack on because I'm going to do my pick and then you have to wait for that come around. I'm going to go get something to eat. So I just want something in a crock pot that I can just continually go to little smokies. Yeah. I think dips are great. Like give me some French onion with ruffle chips. They have to be ruffle. Yeah. And it keeps everyone full. Our buddy Rob brought in the cheesy biscuits from Red Lobster. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen those things outside of a Red Lobster before, but having those at our draft was amazing. Wait a minute. So how did he acquire the cheesy biscuits? Yeah. He just ordered a shit ton of them and like carried them out. That is, that's perfect. I mean, listen, I'm sure everyone was happy with him. For it. They didn't last long. I'll tell you. No, that. They, 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 they don't. Last year, I hosted mine for the first time, and um, we ordered pizza. Obviously, I'm in pizza country, and wings. The wings are always a mess at those things. So you that was have to go boneless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was that was a mess. The pizza was easy, especially uh, racks if, of if beer. you're taking it serious and you're like on your laptop or tablet or whatever. Yeah. Eating wings, that's, that's kind of hard to do. It's stupid. Even yeah. if you've mastered the one hand. Like, I get it. It's a football to. food, but, but it's, it, it's, it's tough. Not, it doesn't make sense for a draft that you're doing, like you said, on a laptop. So I, I definitely agree with you there. The one thing I do regret is I didn't get a keg for that, and it, it creates triple the mess. And also, it's a, more effective. I have a distributor literally two blocks from my apartment. So to go get a keg is so easy, and I I dropped the ball there. We should probably take the kegerator from the office to my house, actually. Probably. Probably would make more sense. Since we have a bigger beer fridge in here now. One yeah. of our listeners also asked me, and it just made me think of this because we're talking fantasy football. He wanted to do a fantasy football league with all of our listeners. So oh. if you are interested in doing the fantasy football league, oh, I know he's really, really excited about it. I would play. I would probably lose, but I'd draft a team. I would draft a team. I would sit up in this office and get drunk drafting a team. Yeah. Guaranteed. Connor, you should fly out for our fantasy draft. When is it? We, we haven't said it. You August guys, sometime. You guys are always lunatics that do it in like July 15th. We learned our lesson. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm glad you just owned up to it. Probably like July 20 or no, not July, August 26th. <laughs> okay. See, that's, like. that's more reasonable. That's actually, I have like a weird elephant memory, but that's the exact date I had mine last year. Yeah. It's a per, it's the perfect time because it's. And you know who's hurt already. That's the sad right. thing to say, but that's why it matters. Because someone's going to tear their August ACL. 5th, too. You should see my calendar. Jesus Christ. Well, wait till September starts. Good Lord. Cannot. All right. We got two more. At Dutch Dog I, I 27. Dutch Dog. Dutch Dog. Huh. Is Gronk still the best tight end in football, or has Travis Kelsey finally surpassed him? If Gronk was always healthy, I think it's easy, but his inability to stay healthy makes his a deeper discussion, I think. So I was actually telling someone this yesterday. I was doing a scouting class, and I said the word, like, if you talk about who's better or who's best, I feel like that needs qualification. Yes. And maybe I'm just, you know, I like to argue semantics. But is Gronk the most talented? Yeah. 
Is he the most productive? No, because he's always hurt, like our buddy Dutch Dog brings up. So I think you just have to qualify it. Is he he is the most talented tight end of football? Yeah. But year in, year out, you're not gonna pick him to be the most productive. That might be Travis Kelsey or who knows? It might be Zach Ertz next year or Kyle Rudolph. I mean, there's it could be OJ Howard. Well, no, it won't be OJ Howard. David Joku. Yeah. And there's a lot of different people it, it could be. I mean, it could be George Kittle. I just want to throw that name out there as a possibility, but I'll say this. I'll say this for Gronk for all the surgeries and injuries nonstop. He still played 14 games and went over a thousand yards with eight touchdowns last year. But if we're talking, it does bring up the discussion that you mentioned. Is it value? Like if I had to pick right now, Gronk is what? 29. And you know, I know Kelsey's 28, so I guess it's not that different, but I I don't know. It just seems like I don't see Gronk playing into his thirties. I don't, I don't see need, it. I, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I remember when he was coming out of college, he was hurt. I think he's going to have a big drop off and it's going to happen quick. Like he's yeah. going to go from pro bowler to struggling to get on the field. And Ooh. it's probably going to be within the next two years. He should it is interesting. Up after a year the that. two best tight ends of football are both knuckleheads. Oh, yeah. They, I, you almost have to be to play that position <laughs> anymore. True. It's, yeah. They're just tall fullbacks. So. Yeah. <laughs> that are athletic. Uh, tall fullbacks. They're ridiculous. just tall fullbacks. Oh, That's man. great. All right. Uh, last one. You got it, buddy. Yeah, this one from uh, my good Einstock friend, Bart Uppa. This is a good one. The, the Madden ratings are out for the 99s. He said, thoughts on the EA Madden NFL 99 ratings for 2019. Any additions or subtractions? I will be honest and tell you, I have not looked at the list. So, so I did. Yep. And you got Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. But then also you have Rob Gronkowski. So he's the guy that we were just talking about. He did get the 99 rating. Ooh. And I don't agree with that because he is great. He's the most talented tight end probably that we've seen at least in a really long time. But he's just never on the field. So I would want to see what's his injury rating because I'm pretty sure right. that affects your overall. Yeah, and I it does. Just, I don't see how he can be a 99 if he's never on the field. Yeah, so it looks like Antonio Brown, Aaron Wait, Donald, Von I agree Miller, with Luke Keekley. Yeah, I agree with those. Yeah. I mean, Keekley, I think that's a stretch. Keekley, yeah, well, and I like know, a 98. I know, Matt, that you... Last time I talked yeah, shit about <laughs> Keekley. <laughs> Matt has PTSD from that right away. <laughs> he's like, nope, not doing it. Uh, Von Miller, without a doubt. Aaron Donald, I, I always say it. I think he's a top three player in the entire NFL. And AB is the best receiver uh, consistently, I said Beckham is like we said. Beckham is the most talented, but you're never picking against AP. He's always on the field. He's always consistent. Yep. I mean, yep. I won't to, do it. To me, he's the best receiver in the league. I, I'm trying to think who I could. Who could you make the argument for? Because we just said our subtractions. We don't. Khalil Mack. Uh, yeah, it's close. 99 though is like that's elite. Yeah. Oh, I still think Patrick Peterson's underrated. I don't know if you're gonna pick he, a corner. Yeah. Because Arizona stinks, so like nobody really cares, but he's freakish what they ask him to do. It's not, I mean, he's probably a 98 speed right Jimmy off Jimmy Garoppolo? Top. Oh, stop it. <laughs> what do you think Sam Darnold is? You think 80, 81? Probably. Yeah. He's going to be like at 82. They would be my guess. They rate quarterbacks really low. Yeah. Let's see. I, it's, it's definitely not out, but. Nice. Uh, It'd be fun. Uh, good news is because I'm in the game, uh, humble Brett. Oh my Brett. gosh, that Brett. wasn't humble. I actually get free codes, so I'll give out some codes to our listeners. But you have to and me. Like, I'm going to do it on the show. <laughs> I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm just going to read a fucking code as soon as I get them on the show, and whoever plugs it in first will get it. That's a good idea. I like that a lot. 
but it's going to be I, like at the end wait, of the show. Spoiler alert. Wait till I plug it in after the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause laughs> two, two of those codes are not going to work. <laughs> Just make sure you do it for Xbox because I don't have an Xbox or else I'm putting it in my PlayStation right now. I away. actually don't have a gaming system. I got to buy one by yeah, August yeah. 10th when, they, when it comes out. Man, that was a fun yeah. interview we did too. Um, oh, man. I feel like in, Josh Lumen. Yes, yeah. Josh. He, I mean, that was an interesting story how he found his way into video games. It's yeah. So if you missed that show, go back to last summer because that's one of the cooler interviews we did. Yeah, definitely was. All right, boys. I think that's our show. That was we had a lot of fun today. I like that today was a, a loose show. We did some football talk, some non-football talk, and and then we just shot the shit for a while, which is always good. So again, happy Fourth of July. Hashtag America. Uh, don't blow your hand off, JPP. But have fun. Uh, drink responsibly, and we will talk to you guys again real soon. 